0: Loud music, heavyweights, strong friends. This is GGPL. This goes out to all the self-doubt in my head, all the times I criticize myself, to all the times I am my own worst enemy, tearing myself down, bringing myself down, telling me that I can't do this. To that voice in my head, I dedicate this to you fuck you. <laughs> Welcome to GGPL Podcast. This is your host, David Hensler. We're going into numero cuatro, number four down here in my DIY recording studio. If you've been following along, thank you so much. If you sent me uh, letters of love, devotion, uh, share me some of your stories with me, I appreciate those to david at garageandpowerlifting.com. Um, thank you so much for those. I've gotten emails from all over the world. I love that shit. It's so amazing. And uh, there's a guy down in South America listening to me. There's somebody out in Aust- Austria listening to me in Italy and Australia. So to all of you, I say thank you to all the self-doubt and criticism in my head, I say, fuck you. And I, uh, you should start doing that too. <laughs> because how many, how many of us are struggling with all that stuff? It's such, where the hell does it even come from? Where, uh, I can't blame anybody for it. Cause I don't even know where the hell it came from. Um, as an adult and as a mature, uh, well, maturing, uh, male adult, I've learned to take responsibility and ownership that, I can't point fingers at anybody or anything else, uh, but I've become more enthralled with trying to figure out where this even came from. And uh, I think that's why I recently, and if you haven't been on there yet, go check out garagegympowerlifting.com. And uh, I mean this genuinely. I do not give a shit if you do or do not buy anything that's that's oh my shit, crap now i no, i now have to stop recording and start over well really what i'm saying is if you buy something thank you mucho gratitude thank you thank you but what i mean is that's not the motivation for it uh i didn't start this website to go and uh make you know become this huge apparel industry retailer um hundred air but there is a whole resource on there go to free, it'll say strength programs. And I have a banner on there on the landing page. There's a banner on the top too. click on it. It'll take you there. This programs there. But I, what I did recently is I added articles on there and these are the exact articles that I found almost 10 years ago when I got onto this whole journey of strength training. And I want to share that with everybody because I feel like those resources and all this information, i it's not for profit. You know, like we still have to do the work. I still have to do the work. I still got, you know, you're the one that lifts the weights. I'm the one that lifts the weights. And I, just like with this whole journey of trying to figure out my emotional state, you can't blame it on anyone else. You can't wait for anyone else to do it. There's a lot of this we have to take ownership for. So, what I did is I Let me click on my little web tab here. So I added under the articles, there's some stuff in there with uh, sports psychology. And there's um, what else do I have in there? Exercise psychology. But check out the one under cognitive dissonance. And if you relate to my story in, in one way or another, the cognitive dissonance and right underneath that, I'm looking, so my voice is going to sound like cognitive phenomena. So I'm going to click on this shit right here. Cognitive phenomena. This is a little bulleted type short list. But the first thing that comes up, guess what? Numero uno, self-sabotage behavior, also known as self-handicapping. And um, I don't want to come off as bragging, but if they were to have a reality show and it's called self saboteur, um, superstar. I'm pretty sure I could just walk in and, and, and just own that shit. Like I would win that show if they were to be be like, you know, we gotta have, we gotta have someone at the forefront of this self sabotaging, self handicapping, um, the, the one who's created themselves as their own worst enemy. We got to have a superstar of this. And someone's going to be like, I nominate David Hensler from GGPL. There's nobody who criticizes themselves any more than him. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) Um, It's been a long, it's been a long process and I love it. So I want to share all this with you. Episode four, go to the garage and powerlifting.com, Follow along. Go to the Strength Programs, and I renamed it. Thank you, Tuma my, Shari, my wife, who said um, we should change the title at the top to not say just Strength Programs, but let me scroll. And now it says Strength Programs, Fitness Articles, and Resources. This is all free access. Go check it out. If you scroll down to the bottom, it'll say Articles. There's a lot of stuff there. It's for you. Lots of information, like I said. Um, I am not the original author of all of this. These are resources that I found from another free website. So I put them all together. as sort of a hub. If I do have a direct link on there, you can find the original article. I do have stuff, for instance, from T Nation. There is something on there from Josh Bryant, also known on Instagram as Jailhouse Strong. And uh, and so these are all just a one, one place hub to try to get uh, set you up for success. But under the sports psychology one, there's a few bullets. And I feel like a lot of you, based on the messages that you've sent, you can relate to the cognitive dissonance. So I'm going to read this. And uh, I want to talk a little about this. I'm going to get my mic so my voice isn't get all funky. So number one is self-sabotaging behavior, um, also known as self-handicapping, is a cognitive strategy used to withdraw efforts or create obstacles in order to keep potential failure from hurting self-esteem or to maintain public and private self-image of competence individuals have a general tendency to seek consonance between their views of themselves parentheses self-esteem self-concept self-efficacy And their lives, critical inner voices, parenthetically, negative self-talk, encourage individuals to act out their defenses in all areas of their lives. Individuals are often unaware of their own self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors. In quotations, you are your own worst enemy. (laughs) Shit. So, so, oh man, um, and I'm sh- and I know a lot of you can relate. Uh, I, of course, am going to be speaking from my experience and my perspective. Um, so, if you're not if you're not on there yet, check it out when you get a chance. Garage dot Go to the articles. Go down to cognitive dissonance, and there's a sub bullet on there that says cognitive phenomena and a uh, self sabotaging behavior. Is um, it's one that's not commonly known. I can't say that uh, I was aware of the word self-sabotaging, and um, and and it's not just because uh, the, the '90s Beastie Boys song "Sabotage" and uh, "What's Up, '90s Kids." Um, but I feel like as time went on, I became aware of what it was. You know, because commonly I would talk to it as like, you know, insecurity or who knows? There's, There's so many different variables. It's so crazy. But what is it in your story? What is it in my story? Like, where is it? Where do we come to that place? Why is it that we get to that place where we feel like we set ourselves up for failure, like on purpose, like where the fuck does that come from? How did it even get there? And I feel like just getting to that point where you can ask that question, to me, is a win, right? Because you have to become aware of it until, for you to even question that behavior. And if, if you recall from the intro, or maybe you've heard the story elsewhere, but I was in uh, therapy starting in my early 20s for quite a few years. And then that's the first time that I think it was presented to me um, by an outside observer. So I remember my therapist talking to me about, you know, he noticed what I would do is uh, he called it. um, Oh, shit. Hold on. I'll come back to me in a second. There's a word for it. Started with a V. I was. Oh, damn it. It'll come back to me. Vigilant. There it is. He said, I was so vigilant about preserving an image, projecting this image. He said, I protected it with vigilance, like instantaneously. Once I would say something, I would immediately throw out um, sort of like projecting somebody else's response and almost criticizing myself so that I was undermining what I just said. Said, and he goes, Have you noticed that whenever you say, um, and I'll get into the story a little bit, but basically, my biggest stint back then was, um, my I'll, I'll use the word insecurity, but I was really self conscious and, and unclear on why, after gone on this huge quest of, enti- of acquiring what I would call intellect um, through college, you know, I was on, I was, I, my biggest thing is I like I felt like I was totally ignorant. Um, I wasn't very intelligent and that kind of thing. So I kind of like in my college years, I got on this huge quest that I was going to become quote unquote smart, feel smart, get smart, learn, know, know lots of shit. So we're in this conversation. I remember talking to him and I was saying, yeah, well, I don't know why it is that, you know, I can read all these books and do all these types of, uh, ventures. But then I walk away feeling like I don't feel any better. I don't feel any smarter. I don't feel any, you know, I don't feel like I'm the smart guy. I don't feel like people are going to look to me and say, Oh, you're intelligent. And, uh, and then I would immediately attack myself. And he would say, well, do you realize that, uh, once you say something that could possibly boost your self image, you immediately tear yourself back down and you do it by projecting your self-view, your perception onto me, and then criticizing yourself. And then you smile. You smile because you're smiling because what you're going to do is your smile tells me I no longer have permission to criticize you because you think this is all just a big joke. So (laughs) he's the one that kind of opened my eyes to how I was showing through my behavior and my talk my own um, perception of myself. So, you know, keep in mind this is my this is my early 20s. I'm going to say like 24ish, 23, 24. And uh, it was from that moment on I started reading more about cognitive behavior- behavioral therapy and uh, he referred this book and um I want I do want to talk about this one chapter of a book. This is all related If you listen to these podcasts, you'll know there's a topic. It's not always going to be totally interconnected, but in full vulnerability, this is how I talk normally in person. So, you know, if you can't handle three minutes on and then nine minutes somewhere else and 10 minutes somewhere else, then, you know, you don't fucking belong here. So just get used to it. This is how I talk, but it's it's worthwhile. Stick it out. Just trust me. I'm grateful for you being here. Just, just stick it out. (laughs) So, so he, uh, it's the four agreements. And I think now it's like the fifth agreement. And I cannot remember the guy's name, Um, but he told me just to read one chapter in this book because my biggest issue back then is that I had I was so full of self doubt and self criticism, and um, basically not allowing myself to do anything worthwhile. You know, like I would apply for grad school but I'd I'd never go to grad school. I'd apply for law school but I'd never go take the the LSAT. I'd you know, apply for a job, but then I go and fuck up the interview. Like there's so many patterns in my life. that are already starting that early on that I was unaware of that. He goes, well, have you ever thought about this perspective um, about your self view? But the other thing I was dealing with is that I took everything personal and the root I feel in my eyes and in my perspective, the root cause the foundation for me and the way I was viewing myself is because I felt there was this outside audience, this governing board, whether it was whoever I deemed an authority in my life, whether it was, you know, professors or teachers or coworkers or, or family or whoever it was, right. It doesn't matter who they were. I felt like there was like, they were criticizing me. So I was super defensive and anything that was said to me, I took very personal and uh, even if it's somebody I didn't know, um, if, and if you get to know me, you'll realize that I'm—I have grown to become a lot more uh, relaxed to a certain degree, uh, patient, taller—maybe uh, not taller, but very welcoming to everybody and everything on this planet. But there was a time when. I mean, I was so impatient with everybody. I couldn't handle the way people looked at me because I had so much, so many voices going on in my head. I was so critical. That if you would have bumped me in the line, I would just like gone off. I mean, like screaming at you, fucking cussing you out. And it doesn't matter who you were, what you look like, how old you were. Like I would just freak out. And which is funny to think about because I was just skinny little dude totally unintimidating. <laughs> so he told me to read this chapter. It's called uh, N- not to take it personal or nothing's personal. Uh, but it's one chapter in this book, the four agreements. And I read it over and over and over again. And uh, that was kind of the beginning point of me, um, learning to walk through how to like purposely work through in my head over, like almost create this mantra, you know, like I have to take ownership for my behavior, my perception, my worth, Everything. And it took years and years and years. And for me, it started with not taking things personal. And so by the time uh, as time progressed, I started to realize that when I would view others, whoever they are, you start I started to realize that i was I was really dependent on others for my self-worth, my self-view, my confidence, whatever the case might be. And that obviously seeped into my marriage at the time, and uh, it was very toxic. So you know, if she had a bad day, I had a bad day. You know, and it was just kind of this cyclical type thing. But eventually, I got to the point where I had to take ownership for myself in terms of how I, what did I think about myself, not to what anybody else think. Not how many compliments I got, not, and then nowadays, you know, not how many likes or views or follows or anything like that. But I started to realize that your, my self worth and my self perception, it's got to come from myself. It can't come from any outside stimuli. And eventually I started to realize that if I was dependent on, like, so for instance, if I was vulnerable to criticism, I was also vulnerable to compliments and I feel like the two are interconnected and they often get overlooked. So if somebody compliments you, um, if you're if somebody, whether it's a like or a view or a follow or anything like that, like if that if you're dependent on that for your confidence, your self-worth, anything like like you feed off of that to a certain way, I started to notice that the opposite would be true. And I don't know if that's true for you, but that's true for me. So if I was dependent on positive feedback, then I was also susceptible to negative feedback, right? So I started noticing that I was super susceptible to what I perceived to be negative feedback. And the same would also be true for positive feedback, right? So I started to get to the point where I realized it all had to do with my own judgment, my own perception, my own attitude. Like I got to, you got to figure out who you are and what your value is. Uh, and, and, and really just be, so that type of vigilance, instead of vigilant about project, projecting an image, uh, this ties into self-sabotage eventually, just trust me, we'll get there. So when it comes to taking those things personal, like if if you're dependent on awards and recognition and medals and compliments and likes and views and follows, you are also going to be susceptible to criticism, right? How many people that are out there um, do you see make videos and all of a sudden they're fucking whining and complaining about haters and criticism and why do people send them shit and why do they get inboxed and DMed all this negativity? It's like, well, motherfucker, where the hell did you expect If you're going to sit here and be like, hey, thank you for all these views and thank you for all these follows and thanks for all your support and all you guys are so amazing, you know what? You're also going to be susceptible to criticism because it's the same damn thing. You're going to be taking it personal. And I'm talking about this for myself too, but whether you got five followers or 5 million or 50 million, if you're dependent on that and you drive from that and you thrive off of that and your worth is based off of that, you're going to be just as susceptible to whatever a 13 year old logs in acting to be an adult, sending you hate or, you know, negativity or whatever, like they're going to be blasting your shit all over your feed. You're going to be, you're going to respond to that just as equally. Right. And I challenge you to look at that because I had to do that for myself. So if you look at this as, as awards or in powerlifting, a total, right. Or, or a weight or a status or equipment or, Anything of that nature, anything that you value is worthwhile, if, it, if you feed from that in terms of fueling your confidence, your worth, valuation of yourself, like that's just going to become personal. That means the opposite is going to be just as true. That means the slightest bit of criticism is going to bring you just far down in the opposite spectrum. So somebody who unfollows you, you're going to get defensive, meaning me. Like, I took a personal, like, why the fuck does you unfollow me? What'd I do? Or somebody leaves you some random comment, like, oh, shit, you know, like, of course you could bench that much. Your range of motion, shit, look at that arch. You know, you're going to get, you might take that personal, you know, or whatever the case might be, you know, like, it, we we all hear it. We all, it all comes around. And on social media, it's so damn prevalent because you get trolls, bots, and so many damn fake profiles. So that's something in my experience that the self-sabotaging behavior had more to do with my perception of myself, right? So if you're susceptible to compliments and you're susceptible to the negative ones, I feel like there's this um, uh, confirmation bias. There's so many other factors, but you almost like you set yourself up for like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing. So if you expect people not to like you or expect people like you, it seems like my behavior started to match that, right? So if you feel like people are going to be argumentative and defensive or say say shit, you almost like create that situation for yourself. So you don't allow an opportunity to create friends. Like I didn't allow myself an opportunity to introduce myself, to find commonality, to find a common place, to have a conversation. Instead, I'm like, oh, this guy, you know, I can tell he's, he's having a bad day. He wants to freaking go. He wants to scrap. He wants to go down. So then of course, you know, he... He gets up on me in the lawn and I take that defensive and and it's over this the dumbest shit. Or maybe, you know, like the anger driver, the anger, the road rage shit, <laughs> those types of stories. Or, you know, like nowadays it's all damn virtual. We, we're not personalized anymore. Now we're all on social media acting like people are right up in our living room in our face. So everyone's super brave on social media, right? So you're going to get people that are going to be hating on you saying stupid shit just as much as people are like, Oh my gosh, you're so pretty or bro. You're so strong, man. You're jacked. Oh, you know, you're going to get all that stuff. And honestly, dude, like it's all fed into the, it's all in the same damn pot. If you feed off of it in terms of your self worth and your self perception. So that's the key qualifier. I'm not saying compliments are worthless. I'm not saying encouragement is worthless or likes or views of followers. What I am saying is if you take that and it goes into this bank that you withdraw from to take into account for your worth and perception and value and contribution to this world, you're only going to fuck yourself up. So set yourself up for success. And this is the whole part of the journey that I found in powerlifting is that one rep, one set, one day, one week – one month at a time, put in this work and slow, constant progress, and really find that, find that out about yourself. Find out who you are, because it's all integrated. It's all linked. Mind, body, and soul, whatever you want to call it. We're not going to get into the whole semantics thing, but use whatever term you want. Find what it is. Find out who you are. Find out why it's all related. You know, and why, why do those voices come into our head? Where did that doubt come from? You know, it's all part of the journey and self actualization. Like, find out who the fuck you are. Don't be dependent on anyone else, even me. Even if I give you a compliment, it's, that shit's meaningless. If you don't feel that confidence, you don't feel the worth, you don't feel like you're worth something, if you don't feel like there's greatness inside you, if you don't feel like you're the one that deserves a 2000 total, if you're the one that doesn't feel like they're gonna go load up the damn bar and rip up that shit then nobody else can fucking do it for you. Nobody else can do it for you. You do the work. I do the work. Like This is our own journey. We have grown weak in this society and dependent on everyone else. And it's time to grow the fuck up and find out who you are. Be, an ind- be autonomous, be an individual. Don't be dependent on anyone else. Yes, encourage others. Yes, build others up. Yes, live your life to inspire everyone else. But be responsible for yourself. Take ownership for yourself. Find what it is inside you. Find that greatness inside of you. Because it's there. It's in everyone. But nobody's going to fucking do the work for you. You do it yourself. Take responsibility and ownership for your life. Be the fucking badass. All of us have it inside of us. It's buried deep inside of you, and we all fucking put a chokehold on it from whatever pressures from society from whatever world, it doesn't matter. You the blame, the blame shit's not gonna make any progress. Like take ownership of it, right? Just like powerlifting. I'm giving you free information, but I'm not doing the work. You know, have some pride in your story. You know, have have that ability to approach it and know that you are worth it. You are a fucking badass. You are amazing, you are filled with greatness. You are on this earth made from the same shit that created a universe. Whether it's evolved or created, it doesn't matter. You are made of the same material. Stars, the sky, like everything in this entire fucking world makes up what's what's a humanity. What's you? What makes up your conscience? Like you are filled with the greatness stuff of reality, of existence, of life, of being a sentient being. Like own that shit. You know, love it find this journey, find this process and really like find what it is. that's holding you back. Cause it's all in our fucking head. We all sabotage ourselves. And why do we do that? I hate that shit. I've lived my life so long, not allowing myself to be any better than I perceive myself to be. And that's bullshit. I hate living that way, you know, and there's going to be a time We all are going to get to that point where you get to those crossroads and you're going to have to make that decision. Like, who am I? What am I going to do? What is my why? And you are the one that's going to be responsible for finding it. Yes, there's going to be people that can help you out. Yes, there's books. Yes, there's stories. Yes, there's seminars. And yes, there's all those things, but they all need to come together. And ultimately, you're the one that does the work. I'm the one that does the work. Nobody's going to do it for you. If we are dependent on outside stimuli, we are setting ourselves up to be susceptible for failure. And you're only going to fail when you're dependent on feedback, uh, compliments, awards, recognition, whatever the case might be. That's only going to set you up. For that time when someone starts tearing you down. And that's the shit that we, lot so many of us, and especially in my life that I've noticed, that's where we get so fucked up. Because if someone is going to say, hey man, it's so amazing, you're so strong, you're so blah, 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 right? I didn't realize when you're old and decrepit and frail and practically, you know, in a wheelchair that you could still be that strong. <laughs> There's my own negative self-talk. So we, we're all going to have that same story, right? So we can rewrite that story. We can recreate ourselves. It doesn't matter where you're from, what you did, what mistakes you've made, what anybody's fucking said. You can do this shit, right? No matter what's going on in your head, whether you put it there, whether somebody else put it there, it's all fake. You make your own damn reality and it's all in our head. So many of this stuff we just recreate. We're our own worst enemy. That self sabotage that we handicap ourselves. You know, like we 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 don't see ourselves as deserving, so we create all these damn stories in our head. And uh, well, I'm getting into the next podcast episode. So thank you for listening. And uh, in closing, uh, episode four, I really want to say um, I can give you more of my story directly if you email me. Uh, I would love to hear your story. If there's anything I can do to help you out resources, I would love to help you out. This is not just about powerlifting. This is about life. It's about a journey. It's about finding that will and that ability to find what's buried inside you, to find that greatness, to find that strength, to persevere through this life and without any fucking regrets, right? We are all here for the betterment of this world. garagegenpowerlifting.com. Find your free resources and articles, strength programming, Email me, david at garageandpowerlifting.com. And And remember, you are a badass, and you are worth it. You are strong, and you're fucking amazing. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time. And uh, let's just do this shit. You know what I mean? It's all worth it. You're worth it. We're all worth it.